welcome to another edition of the Pixel and Roll Show, where we discuss a team that signed another yawn, but spells it I-A-N, your Washington Wizards. Hello, everyone. This is Adam McGinnis. It is July 4th. Happy birthday, America. Fuck the British. What is happening? Hopefully, everyone is enjoying their fourth weekends. I have been reveling in a lot of fun tubing trips, went to the Nats games, friends' barbecues, drank too much, not feeling really good in the morning when I wake up. But hey, happy birthday, America. Hopefully, your 4th of July weekend is great because three-day weekends need to happen a lot more here in America. And wowzers, I wake up to the news of Kevin Durant joining the Warriors. Whoa. A lot to discuss. The internet is going to burn down. This is a Wizards podcast, and we have discussed Kevin Durant forever, so I should probably address this topic. And hey, good for good for him, good for the Warriors organization. I feel bad for my buddy TJ, who's an OKC fan, and my buddy Tyler as well, who are huge Thunder followers. And this news is probably the worst July 4th news that they have gotten in their lives. I feel you, bro. I feel I feel the hurtness no matter what he decided. And, hey, good for Kevin Durant. If him and his team and his family decided that this is the best chance of what he wanted in his career, he's earned this right. Golden State has set the organization up to make this offer. So good for him. Now, now am I going to make some jokes? Are we going to mock Kevin Durant? Uh, Mr. DMV, who won't take a meeting with the Wizards, do I feel a little animosity towards that? Of course. <laughs> Of course, the snark is still going to be there. But overall, hey, man, it's your decision. You want to do what you want to do. I got to respect that as a as a human being, as a man, as an, a fellow employee of certain things. But, yo, dude, you do certain moves, man, then you know people are going to come. A lot of pressure with Golden State. Who knows what will happen. I guess it will just be them and the Cavs again, I guess. But there will be lots to discuss. But the Wizards news is just popping, ruining the July, I would say ruining the Fortune July weekend, but making you distract where you just want, you know, I don't want to be on the internet. I don't want to be on Twitter. I don't want to be on my phone unless I'm trying to holler at some girl. And yet the NBA news is just coming and coming and coming. And so you, you still are checking in, which is, which is, I guess, the unfortunate nature of the July 1st being the NBA free agency. And, and all the predictions that we had about how wild this, this July would be and how crazy it would be. And man, Al Horford to Boston. Kevin Durant to the Warriors, the money is just popping out of out of just astronomical reasons. But also remember, you see all these contracts, and someone tweeted this: the owners are still getting fifty one percent of the money. So no matter what you see about these contracts, remember that there's ownership groups like assholes like Dan Gilbert, people sitting on boards that are collecting a lot more money and not risking their knees and their livelihoods. Uh, physically, the way that the players are. So, put that in context. Now, is it weird as hell that Del Dova's getting forty million? Kent Bazemore is getting seventy. Uh, the the Wizards sign essentially a backup center to a sixty million dollar deal, <laughs> which makes me just want to pause by saying it out loud. But that the, this is the new NBA. These are the new terms. Congratulations to all the players getting their money because you're only worth what somebody else is willing to to give you. And that's all that matters. Now, today I had set up a conversation with uh, Bartos uh, Balicki, which I'm probably uh, crushing his name again. I just call him Bart because I also have a friend named Bartos. So I just call him Bart. So Bart, we set this up because Bart was was able to go to one of Gortat's camps, Marching Gortat's camp over in Poland, 
that Garrett Temple went with Marchin, and so did uh, Coach Atkins, that's still on uh, the staff of the Wizards. He got a chance to interview uh, Temple, interview Atkins, got a chance to talk with Gortat. So I, I set this interview up so I could talk to him about you know, his experiences, what's going on in Poland. But with all this news breaking, with the Wizards news stuff happening, we go into a lot of these moves. I'm not that prepared with a lot of these signings. I, I don't even know the. I didn't even know the college that Andrew Nicholson went to. I kept calling Trey Burke, Troy Burke. So yes, a lot of stumbles. I do. I do have a lot of uh, yawn jokes, and and Tomas Tomas Sadoransky. I butcher his name as well. But those are the guys that have added to the team. Uh, they did not get out Horford. I was. Bummed. That would have been great. I think fans would feel a lot better. I don't know how if Horford could play the four with Gortat. Now we know that Mahimi really can't play together with Gortat. Me and Bartos get into that. A lot of discussions. But first, before we get into our conversation, uh, Sneakus. Yes, my advertiser. Sneakus. S N E E K I S dot com. I wore the hat yesterday at the Nats games. I told my friends how I had a sponsor of my podcast and we were hanging out in the bullpen. For ladies' night uh, outside uh, Nationals Park, saw two or three people wearing some sneakers gear. I showed my friends. I was like, that's my new sponsor. Kind of cool, kind of neat. At checkout, when you go check out sneakers, check out Pixel and Roll. Type it in to get 10% off uh, your order. And then the most important part is that you pay my server bills and my bar tabs. <laughs> but seriously, the most important part is that you help support this independent wizard's voice that continually more and more uh, people are downloading and listening. And there's nothing like that you hear anywhere else. And hopefully you're entertained and you're subjected to this because you sign up for this where sometimes uh, my family members have to listen to me with me uh, without having to uh, willingly sign up. <laughs> but anyway, go to snakeus.com. Thank you, everyone. Uh, this is my long-ass conversation with Bartos. We go into the moves, obviously the KDE news, Al Horford, all the Wizards signing, and then uh, we finish with discussions of the Gortok camp, what's going on in Poland, what's going on with Marchin, what Bartos' experience was there, uh, Gortok's still with his girl, a lot of fun stuff. This is my conversation with Mr. Ar- Bartos Bilicki, our Polish correspondent. Enjoy. With me is our fine Polish co- correspondent, uh, hot off the heels of a hot date out there in the cool Polish evenings of Poland, uh, Mr. Bartos. Bart, what is up, my man? How are you? Hey, I'm fine. How about you? How, how was the date? Good date? Yeah, it was very sunny. <laughs> yeah? Great, great, great day. Yeah. The, the date? You said you went on a date with a girl? Oh, the date. Yeah, the date, the date, the date was fantastic. <laughs> Can't wait for another one. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's, that's the best sign of a date is that you're going to have another one, right? So, uh, yeah, that's sign of it a, success, so. a successful yeah. one. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Well, definitely. <laughs> holy smokes. I've just woken up in a drunken stupor, uh, here in the nation's capital. We're recording this on July 4th. Happy birthday, America. And unfortunately, it is raining all outside here in the streets of D.C., uh, literally raining on the parade of barbecues and pool parties that I'm supposed to attend. But I am ready to talk some basketball because, holy shit, Kevin Durant picked the Warriors. This is a Wizards podcast, but let's talk about Kevin Durant. Bartos, I just woke up in a drunken stupor uh, hangover looking at this news. The Internet has melted down, predictably so. Your first reaction to uh, Kevin Durant picking uh, Golden State. I was absolutely shocked. Uh, 
with every uh, second uh, since the, since we learned that uh, Kevin Durant is really torn between uh, the, the Warriors and uh, and the Thunder, uh, I was I started to think that maybe he's really it's a really it's really it really is a decision for him to make because before I thought that yeah he's gonna just have those meetings and just return to the Thunder and he's, it's it's not going to be like a really a true decision for him but uh, ever since we started getting those reports that the uh, Warriors are really a player in this race for KD then I started to having like uh, some doubts about KD's decision and but still it was a huge shock for me that KD decided to move but on the other hand uh, I really uh, I salute him because uh, he sh- in my opinion he showed pause because I thought he would be too scared to leave his legacy in Oklahoma to move to the Warriors but but he didn't he chose to, he chose to play for the championship obviously the Thunder were, were uh, uh, like championship contender but with the Warriors he has the biggest chance right now to win championships yeah, I, I'm, I'm torn emotionally on this one because, one, it's like, dude, you had the Warriors beat 3-1. to one, You guys messed it up. You seemingly have Westbrook and Adams back that look really good players. And then you, you should have beat Golden State. And then now to go play with exactly the same team that you should have beat in the playoffs. Very odd for that to happen. I, I don't know if we've ever seen something like this happen. Yeah, it's probably the best team ever assembled. Because uh, they have the two top three players in the world, uh, and they have another two top fifteen players uh, in Thompson and Green. So uh, that's that's something much better than the Miami Heat from two thousand tens. Yeah, no, no, no. It definitely is different in the fact that the Warriors have already won a title. In this yeah. move, I guess it, it is weird in in a sense that it is a ballsy move for him to leave Oklahoma City, his legacy, uh, to go to. The champs, you know, or I guess technically not the champs anymore, but, you know, a team that's won in the last two years, been in the finals the last two years, won title, that now maybe they have a dynasty. But it's a ballsy move to leave, but now this maybe takes pressure off him as a player, too, that there's other players that can make these plays, whereas in, in Oklahoma City, he maybe had to make every single play. Yeah, definitely. And I was thinking, like, uh, who uh, their opponents are going to double team off. I mean, uh KD was, uh, I think, last season had the lowest three-point percentage uh, of from uh, the Warriors already big uh, three. I mean, uh, K- I mean, Clay Thompson, Stephen Curry, and Draymond Green. So it turns out it might turn out that KD will be the like the the worst scorer of those. I mean, yes. the, the worst shooter. <laughs> so that's that, that that's really crazy idea when you think about this. When KD is your like uh, might be one of your worst uh, shooters from outside on your starting lineup, then <laughs> then you have a hell of a team. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the thing is, is and I tweeted this out a little bit ago. It's like you have to commend the Warriors organization. I mean, I did it in a pithy way to, to take shots at the Washington Wizards, but they had a chance to draft Clay. They had a chance to draft Seth Curry. And they had a tra- chance to draft Draymond. They also had a chance to draft Harrison Barnes, who now looks like he's going to uh, Dallas for a max deal. And then they hired a good coach, and they're, and they're a winning organization. And then Kevin Durant ends up going there after the Wizards could have drafted all these players to play with him. And, and the Wizards' plan to get Kevin Durant you know, failed uh Miserably, because they were not even able to get a meeting with him. But obviously, Kevin Durant had his sights on something different. How 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 weird is it uh, 
that the war that the things shook out this way for the from the Wizards' angle of this. Uh, well, I I don't think that uh, Wizards ever had the chance to sign him, and yes. it, it was it was really. Uh, but in, I used uh, to ha- my part, I used to hashtag a lot. I used KD to DC yeah. over and over. It didn't it didn't work out. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. This <laughs> is just the, the dream is dead now. <laughs> but and it, it really it was for for a little bit now. So uh, yeah, KD. I don't think that KD really thought about the Wizards, uh, basically because he didn't want to play for his hometown because uh, he wasn't happy with how the fans and his uh, like childhood friends were when he came uh, with his with with Oklahoma to play with the Wizards. Uh, well, I, I was never really, I mean, the last time I thought that KD might come to the Wizards was, uh, I think a year ago. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I've already, uh, like let this, uh, let this unfold and we weren't really, I wasn't really looking forward to this offseason that much. Yeah. No, the grieving process has been real. I've been emotionally conflicted all over the place. Definitely the disappointment of missing out on even a meeting with Kevin Durant. But right now, I'd have the same disappointment. So we were all, it was almost, I guess, a good thing to get your heart broken earlier instead of being struggle on for another week. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. I got one week where I wasn't teased. But the follow-up is the same. The, solu- the outcome is exactly the same. Kevin Durant did not come play for the Wizards uh, and left. But the Wizards, or I guess before we move on, how... I, had a bu- I have a good buddy, my buddy TJ, that lives in Oklahoma City, huge Thunder fan. He sent me a message this morning, sports suck. <laughs> I, I hate sports. He is this, he is upset. He's been teasing me all along how Kevin Durant wouldn't go to D.C., so we've been back and forth of this. And then to go to the Warriors, seemingly kind of out of nowhere, but I guess maybe not out of nowhere. There's reports that said that Draymond has been recruiting him. Intriguing since... Duran is also a Nike person and Under Armour is so influential with Steph Curry. That is you know, an interesting dynamic. But from an Oklahoma S- S- uh, City fan, Thunder, how bad? How bad is this hurt? Because there's one thing for us to hurt as Wizards fans, I get them. It's a whole other thing if John Wall would leave us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? I was thinking, I was, when I. Uh, a few minutes after I learned that KD uh, left the Thunder, <laughs> I was thinking, "What's gonna happen if uh, John Wall is the Wizards in 2019?" So, uh, well, <laughs> I guess I'm gonna text you that sports sucks. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, oh, I, I, I hope that does not happen. But once again, if John Wall decides he wants to play basketball somewhere else, that is up to him. He is an employee who only gets so many decisions in professional sports to make up your own you know, career path of where you want to go. Everything else is, is seemingly chosen for you aside from college for one year, but then they force you to go to college for everything else. You, you have to go where you're drafted. Uh, and then you're basically not a free agent for a while. And then you're a restricted free agent. So pretty much the team can offer you more money. So then you end up staying because they have more money. So until you're actually an unrestricted free agent, seven or eight years down the line, uh, so I, I respect the guys if they want to do certain things now, but we're fans, we're emotional. 
this is going to sting a while in Oklahoma City, don't you think? I mean, where, what do they do now? I, I looked at Victor Oladipo oh. watching Summer League, and he there's some pictures of him out look, looking at his phone like he just saw the news, and it was like he saw a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think that the, uh, the Sander did some good moves before KD made his decision. Uh, Ibaka was uh, going to leave the Thunder, according to some reports. Uh, anyway, so uh, they got Oladipo uh, for like very for for a very low price. Uh, he's a he, he's a rising star in this league. I, I I truly believe in him. I saw a lot of his games and uh, I really like his game. Uh, they also got Sabonis, uh, so yes. he can step into in Ibaka's shoes uh, really soon. Uh, he's uh, he's a really uh, good 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 prospect. So. I think that they already made some moves that are gonna uh, help them like recover from it in the future. It's help them uh, rebuild. So yeah, I, I think that they aren't uh, as uh, in as bad of situation as the Cavs were when LeBron left them. So what, what do you what do you think? How I mean the the next question from a Thunder ans- angle is what's you know Russ Westbrook here? What's the fallout here? I mean, does he go to L.A. Lakers in one year now, or does he stay and try to build around him? Uh, I'm not sure. What I <laughs> what I think about Westbrook next season is he's gonna be the number one pick in all the fantasies. Yeah, yes. Uh, he's gonna be probably the scoring champion. I will have the most triple doubles. All the shots. All the shots. <laughs> yeah. All, all the turnovers. All the shots. Right. Yeah. Uh, Forty points per game. <laughs> and yeah, but uh, I'm not sure. Maybe he will uh, try to embrace the situation and and build his legacy. Uh, in in the Thunder, and maybe he'll get frustrated easily and and leave for other team next off season. I'm not sure. Well, the other big news. So on Saturday, uh, me me and Mr. Truth about a Kyle we die. Uh, went on a floating trip down a river. We tube and you drink beer and you float down and have a good time. And but but in the river, you know, there's no cell phone service, and we're going to be on the water for four or five hours. But literally, right when we're getting to the place of the tubing place, news breaks. That Al Horford is going to decide tonight between the Washington Wizards and the Boston Celtics. And I was as giddy as Christmas morning. Uh, I was happy as could be, the whole plan. Because to me, Horford was plan B, the only real plan B here. You know, KD was the dream. But Horford, and maybe to a lesser extent, uh, Batum, those were the ones where I could say, okay, this plan work of clearing cap space, and you got this big fish, you got this all-star type of player to, to play with John Wall, and Bradley Beal, and that it's going to be between Washington and Boston. And I, we get off the, I didn't drown in the river. Kyle, Kyle's alive too. He, he'll still be crunching out some prickles at truthaboutit.net. And we get done, and then he checks his phone and tells me the, the bummer news that Horford uh, picked Boston over the Wizards, and it was really close. David Aldridge said that he could have maybe picked Washington. He reported on Friday, but his decision was. Uh, on Saturday, you know, once again, good for Al Horford for making decisions. I, I, I thought it was interesting that he didn't stay in Atlanta. So that what made me lead that the Wizards really had a shot. Just your thoughts of the near miss here on Horford, because um, it's it's a little bit more the feelings. It's 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 weird to, when I was just mentioning the KD thing, how you weren't teased, you weren't led along. There's no leaks, there's no reports of him ever coming here. It was more fans just projecting it, right? But this is straight up. Al Horford almost played for the Wizards and chose Boston at the last minute over us. A little different, uh, yeah. situ- little different situation. It's a little, 
you know, cool, we're in the running, but, you know, uh, second place is still second place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, well, f- for this one, I stayed up uh, till, uh, I think, 2 a.m. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to, s- to see where he goes. Uh, Good for you. Good for you, Bart. I, li- I like the, pa- the, pa- the passion. No sleep over there, Poland. <laughs> You're with the passion. <laughs> yeah. You're becoming a real fan. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Good luck. Good luck on that one. Uh, later on, you'll, 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 be, you'll wish you'll never were, were one. But anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, keep going. You stayed up. Yeah. Yeah. I stayed up late because uh, I, I gotta say the, re- the reporting on this one was uh, really bad. Uh, the vertical sucked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, well, I didn't see anything. First, How did it play out. I, I wasn't watching online. How did this yeah, play out he, on Saturday? Firstly, Watch reported that. Uh, I mean, not firstly, but like late in the night, Watch reported that. Uh, the Wizards and the Celtics are gonna fall back because uh, Atlanta Atlanta is going to go hard after him. They're trading. They will be. They are looking hard to trade Paul Millsap and to sign uh, to sign Horford. And so the Wizards and the Celtics backed off because they were sure that he's gonna sign with them. Then it, then Woj uh, even made it more clear that uh, it's pretty much a done deal and he will be signing with. Uh, uh, with Atlanta. Oh wow! I, and didn't know, then, I, didn't I didn't know this part. I didn't know. Yeah, this part. Oh, and then wow. just right, right away we had a. Uh, I think it was. Uh, I can't remember who who, report, who reported it first, but uh, Horford just tweeted out those uh, Celtic pride tweet, and, and it was all over. So it was a really when I went, I was just calming, started to calm down because I, I was just starting to realize, okay, he's not coming to the Wizards because he's staying in Atlanta. Then they stated. Then we had, then we learned that he's going to Celtics. So uh, I was oh, really that, angry. Yes, yes. I was really angry at the reporting. I was really angry at the at, at what he, he he's done because it was. And then we had this uh, uh, <laughs> even more annoying tweet from Watch that uh, actually the Wizards were really really close. So yes, <laughs> uh, what a great consolidation prize. Yeah, yeah. I'm so happy. <laughs> wow, so great that I was runner up and you picked the other dude. You picked the other guy over me. Awesome. Yeah, I was right in the running. Right. So I was just really angry. But uh, to be honest, uh, obviously I wanted them to sign sign him because uh, he's he's an all star caliber player, and that's what the Wizards need to 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 make a next step. But I wasn't too convinced about his fit with the Wizards. Uh, I mean, I although everybody's saying that he can play four. I didn't really see him play for that much, and I'm not sure if he, if he would uh, like be a good fit along Gortat uh, uh, on the court. So maybe it's maybe it's better, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm ju- I just was I just wasn't too convinced about the fit. Yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't have enough time to really. I mean, I thought that Horford could play the four and play with Gortat. I didn't have enough time to really break down his numbers. I was not even sure the Wizards it was going to happen. Right, and so there was no real chance to see how this would actually work if they got him. I was just more concerned on them finally getting a meeting. The reporting went really quickly once it started. Uh, I was, you know, having some America recreational activities, like I mentioned, getting a sunburn on on a on an inner tube uh, down a river. But immediately, I go to Kyle and I go, "I do this changes everything." I literally will write Ted and Ernie was right of the plan, if they would get a player like Horford. I understand some of your concerns of how it would work out, but he is definitely a good guy, good player, be great in the community, always seems to make his players better. He's hit millions of shots against the Wizards. I know a couple game winners. Yeah. And that rebound in game five. The rebound. Yeah, the rebound. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so, so <laughs> symbolically, to get the guy back on the team, the, the, the 
you know, basically burn the Wizards from being in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, you know, there is some symmetry, or what I say, symbolic nature to it that I liked, and it would prove that this plan ha- was, there was real a plan, and not just some eye-in-the-pie sky thing. You know, he takes Pink's boss instead. Kevin Durant doesn't end up there, which I guess it makes it a little bit better. Uh, not as, doesn't sting as bad. But what I don't understand from Al Horford's perspective is, if it really is between Washington and Boston, is it just because Brad Stevens is a good coach? Because I look at that roster, and John Wall and Bradley Beal are better young players than any of the talent they have. I mean, you, who else would you argue? Isaiah Thomas, maybe? But he plays well, no defense. No. John Wall definitely was the best player of those. And I'd argue maybe Bradley Beal. Anybody had to offer so to play along with him. So, definitely. It's curious, right? Definitely. That he would the, Wizards, the Wizards had better talent, but... Uh, I don't know if you if you read that. What uh, I think it was uh, Horford's father who said that yes, about uh, the fans about the fans exactly. So it was uh, another thing about the fans that was said this off season. And I mean, uh, we went back to this with KD who said that uh, Wizards fans were disrespectful, uh, and uh, Bradley Beal and John Wall were weren't also weren't satisfied with with the fans. And, and their behavior at the, at the games. I mean, so yeah, maybe this, this is some, something true to it. I know we have, we shouldn't blame fans for players not coming to the team, but yes, I have a I have, well, a, whole par- I, I, I have a whole podcast where I rant on forever, so I'm not going to subject anybody else <laughs> on those rants because I already did that for almost two hours. So you can go back and listen to those shows because I because I quibble with that. In the sense that somehow the fans have gotten... No, is that a factor? Sure. Is that the overriding factor? Not at all. And it just becomes the talking point where it becomes... It's one of the main factors where I just disagree with that 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 observation. But but to the point, is maybe just Boston being Boston, right? Like, they sell in Celtic pride, the fan base, titles, the legacy. Yeah. You, know, you know, Larry Bird, all of that, right? Red Auerbach, more selling him that he's that next guy, right? He's the next Paul Pierce. He's the next well, think, guy, right, in, in this Celtics lore. Maybe that was really – and Brad Stevens is a hell of a coach. I mean, everyone wants to play with him. Yeah, and I think that most of all it comes down to uh, to the standings. <laughs> you, you know, uh, Wizards let down last season. Uh, while the Celtics were a huge surprise that they made the playoffs, they, they played great without that much talent. Uh, so with Horford, they – Maybe I think that Horford probably could have uh, thought that they're going straight to the conference finals with him. So, uh, yeah, I think that that most of all is the results of the games, uh, the standings that that make uh, that that was responsible for this decision. Oh, there's no doubt if the, if the Wizards lived up to their expectations of what they had and were won 50, 55 games and made a made a strong postseason push, that that has more to play. Uh, to who you want to play with, you know, not fire their coach, not fire their trainer, not have a front office criticize in flux the way that they are, you know, maligned by a fan base. I mean, all those things, those, those factors of an organizational structure play more than John Wall's thinking a Knicks fan booed him and was a Wizards fan on the free throw line. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like, like fans cheering in a blowout in Boston. Sure. But it's about you know the structure of the organization. How do they draft? How do they set up? You know what? Are, how are they ran? Uh, and you know, and the Wizards just aren't well run. I mean, they have some good people and they have good intentions, 
but you just look at the record. I mean, look at the track record, especially in the monumental era. They it's been pretty mediocre and below average, especially drafting and building and some of their decisions. You know, they've they've made they've won some trades here and there, and they've done some good things. And you know, Beal Beal and Wall, you know, have developed into good, really good players. Beal, they still have some other steps to make, but. You know that you know the Golden State allure of Steve Kerr and Bob Myers, what they got going on, right? Boston with a young coach, hot coach of Brad Stevens that everyone has his respect for all the time. Danny Ainge, you know, the, those factors into more so than you know, oh, that's some fans being an asshole or he has a KD to DC T-shirt on. You know, like, 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 like where you want to work has more factors than that of like who's going to make the coffee in the workroom. But I'll stop with the American analogies. But Bart. We need to talk. This is the Pixel Roll Show, and we discuss the Washington Wizards. Yan Mahimi, another Yan. Uh, the Wizards signed for the Pacers. Uh, big guy. Uh, Four-year, $64 million. Immediately after Horford picks Boston, looks like they had the deal in place for Yan Mahimi, but spelled I-A-N. So another Yan on the Wizards, spelled like Ian. Your thoughts on Yan Mahimi, the 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 the, 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 the just Plan C, I would say, Plan D at this point that the Wizards sign. Uh, plan E. <laughs> plan E. Yeah. No. I really. Uh, as soon as Horford chose the Celtics, I tweeted that it's time for it's time to overpay Mahimi. So yes, it, it, you it, were right. it really happened. It really <laughs> it's happened. Just right. They knew it. Yeah. Uh, so, what's your initial reaction, or what's your feelings of when you found out that he was coming to the Wizards? Uh, I, I was glad that they actually that they finally got somebody. Uh, but uh, I really woke up to this news and saw that uh, in Poland, everybody's talking that Gortat is is uh, traded, right? Is gone. Yeah, he's, he's getting traded, and I was like, nah, that's impossible, because I, I spoke with Gortat, and I spoke with some people that were on his, on his camp in Poland, and it, it was pretty much sure that he was staying on the team, and he's, he was going to be a starter. Uh, that's why I was also talking about uh, Her- Herford not being a great fit with him, because uh, I knew that he, Gortat would be still a starter, so uh, he wouldn't come off the bench uh, to, to, to be a Horford substitute. And, uh, well, I think that's a great, Miami should, could be one of the great, one of the best, uh, backup centers in the league. Uh, but on the other hand, I'm really confused with that move because it, it's really, uh, there are similar players with Gortat, uh, and now Miami makes more, more money. I think Gortat is still a little bit better, but, uh, also I think two or three years older. Uh, so... I'm going. I'm. I'm a little bit confused with how they're gonna uh, like distribute playing time between them. Uh, if they're gonna Zach Lowe, I think that suggested that they may play 24, 24 uh, minutes, uh, 24 minutes each. So uh, maybe it happens, but I don't think Gortat would be satisfied with that. So uh, I'm a little bit surprised with uh, why is Miami uh, so quick to to accept uh, Wizards' offer. If he probably knew he was uh, his, he was going to be a backup uh, after he had uh, his career year as a starting uh, center for a better team than the Wizards were last year. Well, I know, I know why. It's called sixty four million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, right. That's a good point. <laughs> like, I think that's probably why. Like your role is probably. But yes, it, it reminds me of when OKC Max Cantor last year matched the offer. I believe that the Blazers gave for him. And he ends up coming off the bench, but he was making max money at the time. 
something similar yeah. to that. Even though maybe he's obviously not making max money. But yes, the first thing is curious that how your big free agent move, the most money you're going to spend, is on a player for a position you already have a starter for, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's that's the curious angle to this. But as a basketball angle of him on the court, you know, he averaged nine points and seven rebounds. He was a rim protector, defense. Uh, you, I would, I'd rather spend that money on Yama Mahimi than Ryan Anderson, for example, right? Who maybe fits that four could play, you know, but then no defense, no rim protection, questionable injury history. So in that sense, I like the move better than the alternatives, right? Because you got to think of what are the alternatives, like who else are they going to spend the money on, and that's who it would It'll, be, right? When it comes to alternatives, I, I think that. Uh, if they could, we'll see how much money uh, Festus Izili will make, but I think that if he was going to be cheaper, then I would take Izili. Izili, and then okay, yeah. then I, but then the Wizards were not done. More moves. A lot of it took me forever uh, to to start the show because you know the hangover, and then also writing down all these moves of the Wizards because they become in Fast and Furious. They sign Andrew uh, Nicholson to a four-year, twenty-six million dollar deal uh, to be a rotation player. He, I believe, is where I forget where he's from. Uh, what college he went to? But uh, maybe LaSalle or Seton Hall. No, no, no. Where, where's he from? Uh, he's from Canada, but I think there's some. I'm not sure. A smaller no, school, right? Siena or yes. something, no, something no, no. small, right? I'm not sure. I'm not okay. sure. Okay. <laughs> what, what, what a terrible Wizards blogger! But trust me, I will. I will end up knowing his brothers. Sense Bonaventure. I, I will Same end up knowing. Words. I will end up knowing Andre Nicholson's brothers, sisters, nicknames. I'll know everything about this guy. Just give me, give me some time. <laughs> I'll know everything about him. But hey, you know, I know him on the court. Good rotation player. Your thoughts on that? Seemed like a good savvy move by the team. Uh, yeah, I really like this move. I was really happy when it uh, uh, surfaced. So uh, I think that all he, all this guy needs is is just playing time in the minutes. He'll be really productive. He can stretch the floor a little bit. Uh, and just before the podcast, uh, I watched some video clips on his uh, post moves and f- uh, footwork. And there, he looks really great uh, in this aspect of the game. So I'm really looking forward to see him play for the Wizards because uh, I think the Wizards were, in- were inter- interested in him uh, like at the train deadline or even in the last of season. Uh, so they finally get him. And uh, I really think that for this money, uh, he, that's a really good pickup for 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 the Wizards. Yes, he is from Canada. He went to St. Bonaventure, the the Bonds. Yeah. St. Bonaventure. He was drafted in the first round of 2012 by the Orlando Magic. Uh, he's bounced around for a couple of teams. Uh, let's see his professional career. I think he was uh, was he on the Magic the whole time. Okay, so, oh, I thought he yeah. was on somewhere else. No, he's been at the Magic uh, his whole career. Uh, you know, can shoot the three a little bit, but definitely be a rebounder, defensive guy. I've heard his defense is kind of questionable here and there, but I think it's a good move. Then then the Wizards trade for Troy Burke. Troy Burke, I'm sorry, Troy, got to mess up all sorts of things. Former Michigan Wolverine standout, lottery pick for the Utah Jazz. I'm not as high on his game. I think he's more of a tweener, not really a point guard, not really a shooting guard. Maybe can do in some sub Six-man type of role, Jamal Crawford-ish. I don't know. It seems like his three-point shooting, he was he shot a lot of bad shots. I mean, he had definitely had some range, but his percentage was not that great. But, hey, they get a lottery pick guy for a future second-round pick, even though, of course, I hate trading picks. They trade a 20 – the, the second-round picks literally in five years. 2021 is, uh, is, is, yeah. the, is the pick. 
Uh, for a one year, he's on his last year of a $3 million deal, so he can walk. Uh, after that, the Wizards have no ties to him. A decent move, I would say. Not, not my type of player. Your thoughts on Troy Bork? Uh, Trey Bork. I think it's a... Yeah, I think it's a really good move because they basically get him for an eighth grader. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's uh, yeah, and like you said, they, they get a former uh, Michigan uh, standout uh, lottery pick for basically, you know, yeah, you, you said you hate trading picks, but second round pick is uh, it's just like it's like almost like nothing for him. So I think that. That's a really good move in terms of uh, what he possibly could could add to the Wizards, but uh, I think that J. Michael indicated that Breakers going to be uh, not isn't going to be a John Wall's primary backup, so it's probably going to be Saturnisky right now. Uh, and I think that as for a fifth guard on the team, a similar role that uh, Garrett Temple was supposed to to play last year. Uh, that's a great deal. They, they, they. We weren't at least. I wasn't expecting uh, any trades from the Wizards because uh, they really didn't have any assets. But uh, and now I, I was pretty sh- much sure that they wouldn't uh, trade picks anymore. But if they could get, uh, like I said, Trey Burke for an eighth grader, that's a good move. I think he, he can still uh, put his careers on the right track. He can, he can have a restart and and prove to be a really valuable player for the Wizards. Yeah, his shooting percentage the last three years, he shot 38% from the field, 36 and 41. Three-pointers, he shot 33, 32, and 34. Average about, he played a lot more his first two seasons. Uh, he was more of a starter last year, more of a backup. Average around, looked like his career average around 10 points. Uh, not really decent assist numbers, not really that known as a defender. Yeah, I mean, he definitely is talented, and if he can maybe hit some big shots, because as we've seen, and we can list to the players, and John Wall alluded to the other day with a quote about how he gets players paid, and he gets people shots, he just got to make them. And, you know, I can see them playing with John Wall as a backup on the second unit and, and getting in there and getting some open shots and, you know, maybe closing if he's hot down, down the stretch. And does have talent, obviously being a lottery pick and you know a standout of Michigan. I remember he had a, a huge run there in the, in the in the NCAA tournament. You know, I don't, I don't know if he's the main backup. Like you said, I think they're probably still have to get somebody else. But that leads us into the other signing, which was been rumored too. We've talked about it. Hell, I've been talking about him since the 2012 draft because I wanted the Wizards to take Jared Carter or Draymond Green, which I yelled at at the time. But instead, they took Jan Vesely's buddy, Czech. Former Czech, uh, Tomos Sadaransky, Tomas, I think we're just going to call him Tomas. Tomas. Uh, Tomas, yeah. uh, three years, $9 million to finally come over. I know there's some quotes from our Czech correspondent on Truth About It, uh, Lucas, about this signing. I think Sadaransky talked about it finally. Hey, three years, $3 million, athletic guard finally coming over to help the team. I approve of this move, and I'm excited to see what he, what he has to offer. Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I'm really happy that they brought him over finally. Uh, I think that he's either gonna be a low, like a, a low risk, high re- high reward kind of player. Uh, I mean, he he might. He, I still uh, part of me believes that he's going to be a bust, but in the NBA. Uh, but it why will so, be. Why so? Why so? Why so? What are your what are your 
Or what are uh, your concerns? What's your trepidation of him as a scouting him as a player? Uh, first of all, even though he had really good percentages, so shooting percentages, I don't think of him as much of a shooter. Uh, I agree. He, I'm, so, I'm still a suspect on his shooting, for sure. Yeah, because uh, he only took six, six shots per game this season. Uh, so th- that's, not, that's not a lot. <laughs> Uh, and uh, he might be a little bit too slow to to play uh, to just to uh, keep uh, some some quicker players before him. Uh, and uh, but yeah, he's very athletic. Uh, he can play pretty much every position from one to three. Uh, but most of all, I think he's a point guard. So I would think of him as a as John Wall's primary backup. Uh, but if if he turns out to uh, be a little bit of a bust, then uh, it's probably Trey Burke's turn to, to to step step into that role uh, and get some more uh, playing time. Uh, but but yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to see see what he can do. I didn't see a lot of his games this season, uh, so. I hope he really developed. I watched some games before before last um, uh, in his pre- previous years of his career, mainly for Czech Republic. And uh, well, I wasn't a great fan of his talent, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm really hope uh, hopeful that he will he will be a great uh, value to this team. And for this money, that's that's really a low risk for the Wizards. Well, so what, what would you see for? I think that's a good. Okay, well, some, someone who watches, obviously, living in Europe, you watch European basketball. The, the, you know, he, he played for what, Barcelona, right? You watch those yeah. games, and then you obviously watch a lot of NBA. What do you feel is the adjustment from that league to that league? Even though that league is really good, but obviously, the NBA is the best league. What do you see when you see players jump from that from that type of level to the NBA? Like what are the, uh, is it the speed they struggle with? I mean, what do you see is the biggest like, adjustment? Us- usually, it's uh, athleticism that is the biggest difference. But Saturansky is uh, really athletic. Yeah, he's a really athletic player as for as for Europe. So uh, I don't think it's going to be a problem with him. So, like I said, I would uh, I would be just a little bit concerned with his shooting. Even though he he had really good uh, shooting percentages, he had, he was a fifty percent field goal shooter and his, uh, uh, his three point has really improved over the years. But you're saying yeah, he's, not was, taking, he's not taking that many, so it's, he's getting yeah, better at the, take, at the small sample size taking, that he's shooting, right? Uh, he's taking uh, almost seven shots per game, which uh, two and a half are three pointers. So. Uh, and he had uh, 30, uh, 36% from deep uh, in EuroLeague and 44% in Spanish League this season from, from deep. So what about, his point uh, yeah. guard, what about his point guard skills? Can he run a team? Can he defend? See, I have questions about he, his defending too. He, That's he, what... def, definite, he can definitely, uh, definitely defend. But as I said, I'm a little bit worried about his speed. So uh, like he, has the, he has the he has my, athleticism to the rim yeah. and can dunk right and get up, yeah. but whether it's, I can go lateral, laterally, really, is he quick enough? Right. He's a really strong uh, point guard, and like I said, he's a tall, strong point guard that can play uh, any position uh, on the per- perimeter. Uh, but yeah, I had some had some uh, issues with him, but um, as I said, most of all, I'm really happy that he finally came comes over because. Uh, he was one of the best players in the Euroleague, anyway. So uh, it's it's a little bit better situation than it was with uh, Vesely because 
Vesity was uh, a rising star in the Euroleague. Uh, Satransky is a proven, proven star. Yes, yeah, in, in yes. Euroleague. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's why I, I'm really happy, but uh, we'll see. I'm, I'm not just uh, yet calling it a real steal of, a, of free agency. Yeah, no, I mean, for $3 million and I complained about the draft, and I complained about how the Wizards don't draft players, and they need draft players, and here they drafted a player, and obviously it's years too late, but they're bringing them over. Like, that's what I want them to do. And so I will give them, I, I need to recognize and give them kudos for doing, you know, what normal franchises should do. But yes, whether or not how much he moves the needle is yet to be determined. But yes, but overall, a solid move by the team. That is so far as happening, but we've had some Wizards leave, some former Wizards. Ramon Session has uh, inked a two-year contract to be uh, with the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, your thoughts on Session's uh, leaving to Charlotte because I think he got two years, 18 million or two years, 50 million is like eight or nine a million. I thought he was a pretty good backup for the Wizards this year, especially getting, yeah. to, getting to the hoop. He could really uh, get to the line and create some offense on the second unit. Uh, definitely. I, I really, uh, when they, uh, when Jeremy Lin uh, left the team, uh, I felt they were going to either bring, bring in sessions or uh, Jared Jack. So they decided on, on sessions, and I think that's a good deal for them, for 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 uh, especially on this contract. I think that's a good 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 uh, good contract, uh, good good value for him. Uh, he will definitely help them. He he's uh, like you said, he he's great at getting to the line, uh, not so great at finishing, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I think he's a really solid backup in this league. Well, maybe one of the best backups, backup point guards in this league. So that's a good move for the Hornets. I guess, I guess Jared Jack is, he's from the area. He, he went to Georgia Tech for college, but he's from uh, Maryland, not too far from the Verizon Center. And I know him and John Wall are always buddies. You know, he is coming off a knee surgery, but what about Jared Jack to maybe be this backup point guard for the Wizards? I mean, I don't know what his price will be, but I could see them maybe making that move. Yeah, they almost made that move in the trade deadline, tra- right? Yeah, so uh, I could see that happening, but not now. Uh, when they already have Satoransky, who, for, like I said, for me, you can't play him as a shooting guard. Yeah, maybe with Trey Burke as a point guard, then Burke is like more an off, more of an off-ball shooter, and then Satoransky could handle the ball more, the ball more, but and guard and guard uh, shooting guards. Uh, but um, when they have, if if they have John Wall, uh, Trey Burke, Thomas Satoransky, those are three primary point guards. I mean, their primary positions are, are primary position position is point guard. So I don't see any sense in bringing another point guard, the fourth point guard on this team uh, in Jared Jack. So maybe so, a com- maybe a com- more of a combo guard type is probably what they're looking at. I, I would rather be looking for a. Mm, Shooting guard or uh, slash small forward, somebody who could play one of those, either of those two positions. Yes. Okay. And then uh, Trevor Booker, former Wizard, uh, signed, went to the Jazz and signed with the with the Brooklyn Nets. Got two years, I think eighteen million. So maybe I'm confusing his contract with Sessions. I'm really happy. I like Trevor personally. I know his wife and his mom from from the Twitter Wizard Twitterverse. So I have a, a personal affinity towards him. He's one of the first dudes. Uh, you know, I interviewed on a regular basis, so I always uh, get, I have a personal affection towards him, so I want good things to happen to him because I like him. But he also uh, is a rotation guy, plays some defense, uh, physical, he's he's improved his outside shot. He'll get some playing time in Brooklyn. They obviously need players. Uh, they are not going to be very good, 
But hey, man, you got 18 million. Go live in Brooklyn. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and that's a good sign. Sign from from the Nets. Although he didn't have the best of decision of of the seasons in uh, in Jazz with with the Jazz last season, he it wasn't really good really good year from him. But uh, I really like him. Uh, I wish he had stayed with the Wizards uh, for one or two more years. But uh, yeah, <laughs> like you said, I, I don't have that much to say about him. I don't know him personally. Yes. Uh, yeah. So well, I, I, I wish him good luck. Yes. There you go. Good job, Bart. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, it's time of the show to break for a commercial. Yes, that is right, correct. I have an advertiser, Sneakis, S-N-E-K-I-S dot com. DC apparel, cool-ass shirts, dope hoodies, tank tops, women, children, men, everything. Support Virginia, Maryland, DC, cool-ass stuff. Buy your, buy your friends some gear, buy your loved ones something. They'll never regret it. Buy yourself some fresh stuff to wear out when you're supporting the DMV. Sneakus, S-N-E-K-I-S dot com and type in Pixel and Roll at checkout and you get 10% off. Help support the show and why I continually listen. Thank you so much, everyone. Now back to my ramblings with Mr. Bart. What a what a poor, terrible podcast blogger guy that I am is that the lead really should be on the show is that the Wizards spent $120 million on a player and I haven't even mentioned him 40 minutes into this podcast. <laughs> that would yeah, be yeah. that would be Big Panda Bradley Beal, who his max contract, which we already knew was you know, a sure happen. thing yeah. going to happen, so we didn't really talk about that much. But it did happen. The Wizards did re-sign Bradley Beal to a max five-year deal for $120-some million dollars. I believe it was the seventh richest contract in NBA history with Mike Conley being number one. Uh, it'll probably go down the list as people keep signing these deals. But Big Panda coming back should be the lead. It isn't. I'm finally talking about it. I'm happy. There's, the Wizards couldn't make him walk. They, they couldn't deal with him getting uh, you know, offers in this market. As we see with Ken Bazemore getting, what, $80 million and Evan Turner getting $80 million and fucking Della Dova getting $40 million. That dude's terrible. And you have, <laughs> I have no idea what the Bucks are doing to give him $38 million. He's he's broke. I, I'm not a fan of Delhi. I don't like his hut, his hustle, his grit. Even as a white guy, I'm supposed to like hustle and grit. Uh, no, don't not at all. I, I can't stand Deladova. But Bradley Beal, signing the max. We knew it was going to happen. Your thoughts on now, this is now officially Bradley Beal and John Wall's team. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it was bound to happen uh, the results really had to happen. Uh, really had to do it. And uh, I mean, they couldn't let let him work. And if they didn't uh, offer him this max deal, he would probably work. Uh, because, or he, I mean, they would have to match uh, an offer sheet from another team. Uh, if so, he would be here. He would stay with the Wizards anyway. And by the way, that would be as friendly in, on their salary cap yeah. as the way they were able to do it this way. Because then his hit on the salary exactly. cap is different. So. And, and I'm really happy that they managed to uh, get a, to, to reach an agreement with him before uh, he was... Uh, forced to look for another team to and then ma- match his contract because it, it really you know it says a lot about the relations his relations with, with the team's management and uh, I'm really happy he he stayed right away and it, it, there wasn't any discussion 
uh, about him uh, landing on the free agency market. So uh, that was a good job from the Wizards to reach this agreement that soon. And but yeah, all it changes it is probably all the dinners are going to be on him. <laughs> yes, right. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, the, the initial question that comes up is: Is, is John Wall going to be upset now that Bradley Beal is making more money than him? And I don't think so. I think no. that's going to be played out to be. Now, is Gortat going to be maybe a little peeve that Jan Mahimi's making more than him and, and his backup? Yeah. <laughs> I can even see Gortat being a little peeved. <laughs> but, uh, probably. But, 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 but whatever. You know, like John Wall is not going to be mad, mad at him. Now, you know, obviously John Wall and his max contract, and I don't really want to get in, you know, him up for an extension in 2019, I believe. I don't want to get into that yet because that will be millions and millions of podcasts. That's way down the future. And as we've just seen in this free agency, look at what we've seen, how things have developed over the last year in this league. Would you ever predict Kevin Durant to the Warriors or the Cavs beating the Warriors, right? You never predict any of this shit. <laughs> and so, and obviously don't pick the Wizards to win 50 games either because I do that every season <laughs> and I'm, 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 incor- I'm incorrect. So never do that either. Debt taxes, Grunfeld, and don't pick the Wizards to win 50 games. Uh, there's some life lessons for everyone to go by. But my, my, my point is, is that I don't, I don't think that we need to get into chemistry issues between Wall and Beal. And there was some stuff made of that. Certain media types were trying to get in that. And their relationship is fine. But let me be devil's advocate because that's what I am as a gadfly. So currently you have the main superstar player, all-star player, recovering from knee surgery. And then you have a guy who just gave $120 million who can't play more than 60 games in the NBA. (laughs) And that's our future. (laughs) (laughs) Now, did everyone just stop listening to this podcast? They're like, all right, fuck this team. I'm out. Fuck this franchise. (laughs) But, you know, obviously, he's going to get better and he'll be fine. And and hopefully Beal... We'll play a whole season, but it is somewhat true that they're putting a lot of risk into these players, and they really have no other options, honestly, to tell you the truth. they, they ha- For this team to reach another level now that Katie has spurned the team is Horford, it's going to have to be those two guys taking a next leap. And we know Bradley Beal still has another leap to go. I think John Wall still has another leap in him. It's just that that is what that is the, the the path to franchise success is through those two dudes, which is kind of similar than what we've always said about this team. Yeah, right now I'm overly optimistic again, yes. <laughs> like I was like like I, like I was before the last season, because uh, yeah, all those John Wall interviews about him finally being able to play on both legs and not not on just one leg. He's finally recovering from all the injuries uh, that stopped him from reaching his greatness, uh, reaching his potential. Uh, And now Bradley Beal, I'm still riding his bandwagon. Uh, I still believe that he he could be an over at least 20 points per game uh, scorer in this league. Uh, He he should be able to make All-Star game next season. Just let him, just hopefully he plays... Uh, at least seventy-five games next season. No, and, I'm gonna put. I don't know. Uh, what, I don't know what bubble wrap is. In uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it is. But I want to bubble wrap his legs, his shins. Make yeah. sure that he gets no uh, stress factors at all times. Just bubble wrap uh, it all. <laughs> I was so happy that he decided not to go to Rio for the Olympics because if he went there, I, I was just. I would be so upset. I would. I'd be one hundred percent sure that he was. He he wouldn't be able to play uh, like at least seventy games in the, in the NBA next season because 
you don't want to send a player who has been able to play 60 games uh, per season in last last few years of his career. You don't want him to extend the number of games played by going to the Olympics. Uh, I know it's a huge honor for any basketball player to be selected to play for, for the national team, but I'm really, really happy that he declined. Yeah, I was ambivalent. I could see the arguments either way. With his contract being up and his injury history, I understand why his camp and his family and probably even the team didn't want him to play. He'll probably regret it years from now, but currently now in the summer of 2016, it's probably the best move for him to, to, mm-hmm. to not play and to focus on the Wizards. And the Wizards have been burned a little bit in foreign uh, play with Nene in 2012, played, was hurt, never should have played, but he was feeling pressure from you know, nationalism team, and some stuff we're about to get into. So the other signing that happened, former Wizard, and the reason I I kept him for last is because you got a chance to interview him, is Garrett Temple has signed with the Sacramento Kings, a three-year deal, I believe for $24 million. Uh, He is one of, when people say, good locker room guy, straight up dude, professional, I will say yes to all those. He is a good dude. He's a good speaker. He cares. He worked his ass off. He was out of this league. He, he took a lot of shit from Wizards fans, me personally, too, for, you know, his defense, I think, a little bit overrated and slipped a little bit and not being able to shoot and why he was playing. But he was playing because everyone else was fucking hurt and they didn't sign anyone else. And he went out there and there was a stretch this year when the team played well or he was playing well. We are down to eight or nine guys. You know, he's a good backup guy, great chemistry guy. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he runs a team someday, either front office guy. I don't really see him being a coach, but I can see him. I mean, he is this, he is very smart, intelligent. He's actually opening a nail salon up in Baton Rouge, according to his Snapchat account. So I'm kind of disappointed now that he's not with the Wizards. I, I cannot find blogging things to talk about his nail salon, uh, with him. So I've, that's a missed opportunity for, for all, for bloggers out there, for wizard bloggers. But this deal for the Sacramento, who knows what Sacramento is doing, but I'm happy for him. I'm always happy when people get paid, especially guys I like. He'd probably have a little bit better role. If he's going to come back to the Wizards, I think that they were not going to ever offer anything close to this amount of money. So your thoughts your thoughts on this move for Garrett Temple before we get into you interviewing Garrett Temple? Uh, okay, so before we go into that, uh, then I'd say uh, I'm really happy for him that he, he he's about to get paid, but... I was really surprised that he decided to choose the Kings because yeah, we all know that it's the who, who's worst a, who's organization. A, who's, in the who's a worse organization than the Washington Wizards? The Sacramento Kings. Right. Exactly. I, I give a lot of shit about the Washington so, Wizards, but they are so terribly ran from their ownership, and I don't think Vladi has any idea what he's doing. But anyway, <laughs> c- continue, dude. Yeah. Uh, well, he deserved. He he really had a, his best uh, season yet. Uh, he deserved this money. Everybody's getting paid a lot. Uh, I think that, uh, like you said, Wizards weren't going to, to, to try and match that offer. They weren't even close to doing so. But uh, uh, that's a good pickup for, for the Kings. Maybe he would just... No, nah, I don't believe it. The Kings are going to suck anyway. So, <laughs> I, I was going to say that maybe Temple will uh, help stabilize the situation in, the, in, the, in Sacramento because... You know how we know how shaky it is. Uh, the management is terrible, uh, but 
but yeah, I, I, maybe he will have some positive influence on the team and and most of all on Googie Cousins. Oh, oh no, no, Bartos, I guarantee right now, I'll already predict there will be a text message from Garrett Temple to John Wall and be like, "What the fuck is up with your What the fuck is up with your boy, dude? What's up with this dude?" I guarantee you that Garrett Temple will will be texting John Wall at some point next season, just be like, "Dude, your boy Boogie, man, what is up with this guy? <laughs> like, how do I how do I deal How do I deal with him? I know you were friends with him for." one year in college like how can i deal with this guy like his temper yeah, changes are out of control he's gonna text him sports sucks <laughs> yeah, sports suck there you go look at you bartos look at this you you know even even on our translation uh you got the humor down i like it i like it bart but what so the reason i want to have you on and then we did this i had you on because gortad had his camp over in poland garrett temple went over there along with uh wizards coach atkins that's his name uh he went over there, and you got a chance to go to camp and interview them. And, and I saw some awesome photos; they're all over your social media. I have no pictures of me interviewing anyone. I think I have one. I think I have one of me interviewing like Ortel Webster at a media day like three years ago. Uh, I think that's the only one I have of, of, of all. Of course, I have. I take all the photos, so I'm usually taking photos of scrums. But I saw some awesome photos you have interviewing all the wizards in the camp. First, just just. Just tell the people what this camp, these camps are. I know we've talked about it before, but what what Gortat does with these camps over in Poland before we go to them individually? Yeah, he basically organizes a series of camps, uh, trainings for kids uh, in the age of, uh, I'm sure, like five to ten, I guess, and then uh, then he has uh, also NBA Junior Clinic, which which is for. Uh, and uh, for it was just basically organized for for some older kids like in the age uh, up to I think seventeen, uh, and uh, he usually organizes it in five cities, and uh, the whole series of the camps is con- concluded with a celebrity game, uh, Gortat versus Polish Army, Gortat team versus Polish Army, and on his team there are some celebrities, and on the Polish Army team there's. Uh, Usually, uh, the NBA player that comes uh, that Gortat brings over uh, for the camp, and some like prop, and usually a Polish player to go along with them. Uh, and uh, yeah, that, that's a great, great uh, event, a series of events really uh, that that happen in Poland. That's really something for me as well to that I always look forward to because. I can interview those players. I can have, I can talk NBA with NBA people here in Poland, uh, and that that's that's great, great series of events. Uh, nobody ever leaves uh, the the camps unsatisfied. So you're just excited to talk basketball and not Poland losing in the shootout of the European soccer? Yeah, yeah. Is that what it is? Don't, don't talk to me. Is about that too this. sensitive? Is that too sensitive? But yeah, we got we, we got cheated. We yeah, got cheated. You, yeah, what, what happened? I just saw they lost yeah. the shootout. Yeah, the goal, the goalkeeper wasn't standing on the goal line, uh, oh, and he was supposed to. So during the yeah, there's some controversy. Basically, probably only in Poland, but <laughs> only Poland. Yeah, um, yeah, I was. That's that was a great tournament from for for Poland, but not but a really bad game. Portugal was team to beat, definitely. Yeah. Uh, well, but, Germany, yeah. Germany. I, I like Wales. I think Wales and Germany. Well, Germany's a favorite, obviously, but Wales are yeah. playing really well. I think that it's uh, the semifinal between Germany and France is going to determine the winner. Yeah. 
And then, cause, cause I, I like, then I like the Iceland being in England. I was, don't worry, I was giving my, uh, buddy last night at a barbecue a lot of shit for, in England. I was like, how many people live in England? And then I was like, how many people live in Iceland? <laughs> <laughs> it was like 75 million live in Britain and 30, 500,000 live in Iceland or something. <laughs> it's, it's like out of control. <laughs> but anyway, oh, there's your soccer m- mention here on the Wizards podcast. But going back to these camps, so how many camps have you gone to? Have you gone to these every year? He's been doing this for a while, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been doing this. Uh, I think it was the ninth ninth time that he already organized it. But he really improves those camps every every uh, year, and uh, he started bringing over some NBA players and coaches. Uh, I think it was the fifth time uh, he did it. Uh, Ryan Anderson uh, was here. Uh, Jared Dudley was here. Uh, Chris Singleton, Otto yep, Porter, and now Garrett. And Garrett Temple were were here with him, uh, so they all left really satisfied with, with his visit. They live like kings here when when Garrett brings him brings his guests over. So it, it's really nice for oh dude, like dude, that. dude when I mention Poland still today, the first thing that Otto Porter does is smile <laughs> when I say yeah. like, when I mention Poland, yeah. his, his his like whole face lights up. I was like, mm-hmm. it sounds like you had a good time. Marching Marching shows you showed you how, how to live there in Poland on your trip, dude. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> he gives me no be, details, I'm, no details, but yeah. I, can, I can just tell that he, uh, he was a big VIP, be, VIP in Poland trip. Yeah, I might be wrong, but I think that uh, this year it wasn't that crazy because last year they, they went some, for some boat trips. Uh, we saw in the pictures that there are a lot of Booze. There, there was a lot of booze on the table. Yes. yes. <laughs> so yeah, and this year, from uh, the Lots only pictures that I was at, Lots of bottles, popping bottles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, 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 this year, uh, the only pictures that I saw uh, from the the Gorta's uh, team and uh, and his like entourage uh, was some pictures from. Uh, uh, the visits uh, at, Pol- at uh, in, they visited Polish Prime Minister to to watch the game against Switzerland at Euro, so uh, so that was it basically, and, and I, I didn't see a lot of craziness on Instagram and so, so <laughs> less, less partying, more hobnobbing with influential Polish people. <laughs> Pro- probably, but but yeah, we don't know everything. I know there was some party at the end of the camp in, in Krakow. That's Krakow is where where I, I live, and the, the final camp and the celebrity game was here. So uh, so it was in in, in my city. Uh, so so I had the opportunity to be here. For the events, and uh, I know there was some party late night uh, for them, uh, but don't know many details. <laughs> so, we can't report. Yeah. Well, so what was your experience like at the camp? Tell me, tell me what what you did. You go. You said you go to every year. You go to the Krakow. Yeah, no, all over. Explain I, your experience I, to the people. I, I actually, uh, that was my second time I was at the camp. Okay. Uh, for my for my first time was last year, and it uh, I was in another city because I. Uh, moved uh, during the year. Uh, I moved to Krakow, and uh, last year I ha- I was really surprised how fun it is, uh, how how much of how great of an opportunity not only for the kids but like I said, also for me it is to just talk NBA with NBA players. Um, and now was now now I was much better pre- prepared for the camp. I had. Uh, interviews, interview questions ready for everybody, uh, just so I wouldn't miss out. I had 
yeah, last year I, I wasn't that that much prepared. You're prepared so, now. Look at you. Look at yeah. you. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, and Coach Atkins actually was uh, complimenting me on this. He yes, said yes. That I did my I did my homework. <laughs> yes, I saw that in the interview. You're you're a lot more prepared than I was today for the show. Uh, <laughs> so 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 you you interviewed some like campers. You got to observe it, then then interview obviously Gortaw Temple and uh, Coach Atkins, the assistant coach who went on the trip. Yeah. Uh, I, I inter- let me say I, I didn't have an like, exclusive interview with Gortat, but uh, because uh, there wasn't time for it, it was uh, the camp in Krakow was the same day uh, that Poland played Switzerland. Uh, oh, so they had somewhere uh, to go. So, so they yeah. So the whole camp was um, organized rather in a rush. They wanted to finish it quickly. Uh, so there wasn't a lot of opportunity to. Not everybody was available to the media, and uh, I wasn't able to have an exclusive interview with Greta. So uh, he only had like a five-minute uh, presser, and uh, he, I was. Able, but luckily, I found out a, a way how to get to Greta, how to like uh, talk to him about the NBA. Uh, and it's just basically you have to ask NBA questions, and then most of the journalists lo- lose interest in <laughs> in, uh, in in Gortat and in, in the interview. In the interview, so uh, I was able to speak with him basically alone with for 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 like four questions and. Uh, so what you, you, you ask? What you ask him? Well, it was straight after, right after the Joachim Noah to the Wizards for maximum contract uh, oh, surface. Uh, oh, so God. yeah, so I talked about this one, and he said that he didn't uh, believe the situations, and that's he said that uh, he got uh, he was pretty. Much Assured, it was. It wasn't like an official assurance for him. It was just a ver- verbal. Uh, they, they just had a conversation about it. He was like, "This is bullshit. It's a rumor. It's not happening." Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> definitely. But uh, right now, I'm talking about uh, Gortat not being straight, not being moved by the Wizards, and he said that obviously the Wizards can't give him any, any like hundred percent assurance that he's not uh, not going to be moved. But uh, he had so many conversations conversations about it, and uh, he was. Quite sure that he wasn't going to be moved. Uh, I'm, talk- I'm still talking about Gortat. So, mm-hmm. uh, so that's when when I really found out that uh, when Mahimi signed, uh, I, I, did, I did I didn't think that really changed Gortat's situation. He was still going to be a starter on this team. Uh, well, I, I also asked Gortat about uh, Noah in terms of mm, coming off the bench for the Wizards and if they were able to get him for, for like less money than the maximum and Gortat said that it wasn't it wouldn't be possible because Noah wouldn't let mm, wouldn't Noah isn't a bench player yet for, for the on the NBA in the NBA so uh, he's too talented and uh, still have many good years in front of him so uh, he, he couldn't see Noah coming uh, off the bench for any team uh, and also I asked him about the draft uh, for, um, about the moves that the Wizards didn't make at the draft uh, and uh, he told me that uh, he basically talked all the time about Marquise Morris and how great of addition that is and how uh, trading uh, 
like thirty thirteenth or fifteenth pick for an experienced player is much better is a much better solution than than drafting a player and developing him. So he was uh, he was basically praising Markeith Morris and and, and the trades uh, all the time when I asked him about the draft. Now, and how about your conversation with uh, the coach Atkins? Uh, he, uh, you know, obviously, you were prepared with a bunch of questions. I saw that he kind of dodged all the Kevin Durant ones from your write-up, which I'll link in the show notes that is up on Truth Yeah, Planet. but but uh, <laughs> actually, uh, just uh, before we started this, recording this podcast, I, I got I got a tweet from from somebody from Poland who also read that interview that said that's a really coach Atkins predicted <laughs> where KD is going to go because he said he's going to, he wants to win championship and who's going to get him most, the, the best shot at, at, at the championship is the Warriors. So <laughs> yeah, so that, that's what, what uh, coach Atkins said. We obviously talked ab- about Durant before, uh, we learned that uh, Durant wasn't even going to meet with the Wizards, so yes. uh, that was a little bit outdated. But still, I think that his uh, answers were worth are worth reading, uh, and I really uh, encourage you to everyone who's listening to to just read this uh, interview with him and with Gary Temple that both are are alive at truth about it. Yeah, no. So then you t- you talked to Garrett as well. You know what it what was it like interviewing him? Uh, uh, actually, I was um, looking. F- maybe I was a little. Um, hmm. What well, I'm not t- 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 too uh, clear about it, about the situation because uh, my I, my friend was with me. Uh, and uh, he was at the camp uh, in, uh, in Gortat's uh, hometown in Łódź too, so it was before that. And he interviewed uh, Temple before me, uh, like uh, five days bef- before I interviewed him. And Garrett uh, actually gave him some different answers on similar questions. <laughs> oh, really? So, <laughs> yeah. Like, what, give me, give me so, an example. Give me an example. Uh, yeah, Gortat was, uh, I mean, Temple was asked uh, by him uh, if... Uh, about about possibly staying with the Wizards and if he would like to return and and he said yeah he would definitely like to return he uh, he's looking forward to it he really hopes so and when I asked him about that uh, he said uh, I'm going to go who, to whoever likes me <laughs> so that was a little bit different I mean we can interpret it uh, some differently but. Uh, that was a little bit. I was a little bit surprised with with uh, with the Temple interview that I that I did. Uh, he's a great guy, definitely. He uh, you, you can or you can quickly tell that he's a really wise guy. He 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 has he has an, he has an experience in this league. Uh, but yeah, uh, I was a little bit surprised with his uh, with what he said. He also. Uh, Maybe attacked would be too, too big of a word, but he said that the media are, uh, are saying uh, basically uh, different stuff that are, aren't true, that the media never know, uh, that the media always think they know what coaches think, but they never know. And it was when I asked him about being a third shooting guard on the team behind uh, Bradley Beal and Gary Neal before the season started. And which. Well, anybody who was the wizard would agree with me, right? So yes, that yes. Neil and Bill were in front of him in the rotation before the season started. That, and Neil, at the for, Neil, of Neil for sure. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, he said that obviously behind, he was obviously behind Bradley, but nobody, he said that nobody said he was behind Gary. And 
but obviously he he didn't uh, he skipped some, he even didn't play in some games I think that in the beginning of the season, so it wasn't until the injuries that uh, Temple started playing uh, uh, really big minutes in the rotation. So uh, he's a great guy. Uh, I really enjoyed interviewing him, but uh, on the other hand, I was a little bit surprised with what he said to me. And then what, what 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 was their experiences of being in Poland, Atkins and Temple? Like, what do they talk about just being being in their country? Oh, obviously, they they really praise Poland as a country. I even asked Temple uh, if he was surprised in any way by Poland as a country, and he told me about uh, how basketball was popular with with, ki- with the kids. Uh, how the food that, that he said, also said that the food was very good, and obviously that the women are very pretty. I am sure Marcin Gortat makes sure he finds the the most the most beautiful women in the whole world is I, I believe how he how he describes the Polish women uh, but, repeatedly. Yeah. But. Uh, what might interest you is the the best thing uh, at the camp was uh, seeing Gorta's girlfriend. <laughs> yes, I, that was my last question to you. I'm glad that you brought it up. Keep going. Yeah, that's uh, what's yeah, her that's, name? What's her name again to the people? Uh, Paula Tumala. Okay. Yes, they're hot and heavy still. No. I, I haven't stalked her recently on social media. I need. I need. A, I've been slipping. But yeah, because I, she I, was. Uh, I saw that she's. He's. I saw that she's around though in some of the pictures. So. Yeah, she, she at the celebrity game on Sunday. She was, you know, in a dress and in front row, so she looked very differently than when I saw her at the camp on Saturday. Uh, she, because she was like, you know, in a uh, wearing a hat. Uh, I mean, a flat top. Uh, you know, flat shoes, like some kind of converses, and really, really short shorts, uh, and just a tank. And I think it was just a. I don't know how. It, I'm not sure if it's called tank top or. Yes. You know. Tank top, yes. Like, but not when what you imagine when you think about yeah something like for, for girls typical for girls and so uh, we could see some parts of her best parts. Yes. yes. <laughs> so she was a hit at the camp. Uh, yeah, because I was basically I was sitting right next to, right next to her because uh, she and some family just uh, sat down where the media were standing and uh, that's that's what I had a I, I I got the opportunity to take a close look at her and uh, well it was satisfying. <laughs> Bartos, I need you. Bartos, if I if I had your text message, I would text you, dude. Get an interview, man. Give me some quotes. <laughs> I, I need some more. I need some more dirt and gossip on on the life of uh, Martin Gortat and his his new squeeze. But they're still hot and heavy, is what you're reporting. Things are going well in Gortat's yep. personal relationship life. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, g- good for him. What is the overall sense? Of, how about these campers? You know, the, this mm-hmm. is my last question. Just. You, know, you mentioned the whole Gortat does this every year and what he's like in Poland. And the last time I had you on, we talked, we went into all the stuff about how Gortat's perceived in the media and covered. How has any, has any of that changed and, and, and how is it still similar perceiving? And then now is it, uh, with him continually doing these good, good works with, you know, the military and the government and how, Seems like his image is is as sky high in Poland as it's ever been. Has any of that changed? Is he still is he still some negative stuff, or is it mostly mostly positive on the ascending with with Cortad? Uh I think it's still 
mainly it's it's definitely mainly it's it's really positive uh i don't think that uh he's helping with the army and uh uh and what he does for the kids what he does for the army is ever going to change he He's so committed to it. Uh, it's, definitely media, pa- it's definitely a passion for him, for sure. Yeah, like yeah. He cares. And, and, and the media are talking about it so uh, in a positive way. Uh, well, now he, uh, at, at the first camp of the series, uh, he said that he's definitely uh, quitting uh, Polish national team. So he won't play now no more for Poland. Uh, and, uh, well, it was, it didn't, it wasn't much of a surprise because he already indicated that before. Uh, but uh, but yeah, how was, was that? How was that? How was that, how was that handled then? Were people upset or just uh, same with Andrew? Of. Andrew it, Wiggins isn't, didn't play for Canada this summer, and I read I was on the comment section. Much people were mad. Like, yeah, but I can see that's, that's natural, right? That, that's a different case because Wiggins is still very young. That's true. And Gorda is uh, thirty-two, and he. Uh, said that he's doing the uh, to make room for uh, Przemek uh, Karnowski, who's a center for Gonzaga, and yes. he will be entering. He will be entering draft next year. He already confirmed that to me that uh, he will for sure enter draft next season. And he had injury issues this year. He may, yeah, he had he back maybe, problems. He, he maybe would have went to the draft this year if it wasn't for his injury. Yeah, right? he said he probably he, he would probably do it. And now he, uh, but he had some major back problems. He didn't play for almost a year. No, so I'm not, I'm not sure uh, if he's gonna stand the really big chance to make it to the NBA next year. Uh, it all depends on his season. Uh, but uh, just uh, just want to to, to to mention the fact that uh, another Paul is playing in the summer league this this year. Uh, Mateusz Ponitka, he's a guard. He's he will play for the Denver Nuggets. He had uh, four four offers, and I think also Wizards had some talks with him. Uh, to play in the summer league, but it didn't. Uh, it but it didn't happen. Uh, and there is another Paul playing for the Sixers in the summer league. So we have two Polish players in the summer league, possibly nice. uh, hoping to, to. I mean, Ponitka is definitely the, the the brightest star right now. From he won the Euro Cup, uh, so that's the second tier, uh, second second biggest European Cup in in Europe. Uh, what's, what's what's the what's the update of your national team when it comes to the Olympics? You didn't make it on the first round. No, no are you no. in the qualifiers? No, 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 no. We aren't. We aren't. No. So this decision for Gortat's a little bit since he's not yeah, in those tournaments. Then he's like, okay, I'm out. Like you know, like where well, if, if your team maybe was going for the Olympics, he maybe would say that he'd play. You think? Uh, that just me? Yeah, he, he would. He would definitely. If he, if he were headed to the Olympics, he would. But you also you also have to notice that uh, Gortat uh, at last year at the Eurobasket in France in 2015, Gortat wasn't the best player in the team. That that was was really strange. He, he played a smaller role. He was. I wouldn't say that he played a similar role that he played for the Wizards, but that he plays for the Wizards, but. Uh, Ponitka, who's like I said, he's uh, playing for the Nuggets right now in the summer league. He was the best and player, and also he, him and uh, the best player was uh, Adam Vatrinsky, who uh, actually was supposed to play for the Wizards this year because he was uh, in touch with Tommy Shepard. Uh, Vatrinsky is uh, the third be- was the best third uh, was ser- third best sco- uh, scorer in in the Spanish league, so he's a really great talent. 
uh, and he was uh, invited to play for the Wizards to, at this this summer league, and also he was already invited to join uh, the Wizards summer camp this year. Uh, but uh, he decided to decline because he wanted to play safe and make sure he uh, gets his contract in Spain. So he's gonna move from uh, like a, I'm, I'm not sure which he was like tenth best team on, uh, in Spain last year, and he's going to Unicaja Malaga, which, uh, which is which is uh, one of the top teams in Spain right now. Uh, and he was the best player at the Euro Basket last year, and. Uh, possibly the Wizards are going to stay in touch with him, and maybe, maybe in the fu- in the future, he they will contact him again to to come come and play for them in the summer league, or maybe offer him a contract. And wh- what's his game? What's he like? Uh, he's a shooter. He's shooter? a shooter. He's a sh- shooting guard, a small forward. Uh, he's a great shooter uh, off ball. And how old? How old? Off the dribble. Uh, let me check it real quick. He's a, I think he's like it's a guess. Twenty seven. Okay, mid twenties maybe. Uh, he's uh, 26. Cool. But, so, so we can have a Polish connection, possibly. Not only a Polish yeah. correspondent and Marcin Gortat and Polish Knight, and then we can have another Polish player. I mean, we we, it, did, we left, we got rid of one Jan Vesely, now we got a Jan Mahimi. So, and we have a, we lost the Czech Republic dude a couple years ago, and now we have uh, Sadoransky. So, and a Canadian. And so the international favor is still, yeah. still prevalent yeah. here with the Wizards. That's nice. Okay, well, yo, dude, I know it is like the middle of the night. Uh, it's still cloudy here and rainy in Washington D.C. So this fireworks show is probably going to happen for for America, for America. You know, I don't know if you've heard of America, but we love we love ourselves. We love celebrating our birthday, which means getting drunk and grilling food. Uh, but Bartos, thank you so much, dude, for taking your time with me, man. And, and thank going you for having me. And, go, and going through this. This was a great conversation. I'm glad that you had a great experience interviewing all these people and. And and you didn't have to go too far to get some wizards fix. What what do you got going on the rest yeah. of the summer? Uh, uh, covering work. stuff, working. <laughs> yeah, I'm working uh, right now. I'm, uh, I'm working until the, uh, September, and in September I'm gonna have some some time off to to head off to Canary Islands and have some time off uh, just before the season. All right, cool. Well, once all this dust this dust settles, I'll have to get you back on, and we can we can discuss again, dude. Definitely, I'm looking forward to it as always. I'm great fan of your show. Uh, and thank, thank you for having me again. I'm going to use that quote over and over. I'm a great fan of your show. I'm just going to be like, hey, what's up? Great fan of your show. Repeat, repeat. <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you, th- thanks, Bartos, uh, for, for, for taking the time. Bart, you're the man. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to this random-ass July 4th edition of The Wizards. Obviously, there's so much going on. I could have a million, million other shows here in the next couple days. And once I can get some of my friends to commit, we will continually discuss and break down all these moves that we mentioned. And a, lot's, a lot will probably happen, too, over the next 48 hours because the Wizards still have money and they still have some players they need to fill out on this roster. And also, this week is a fan event on Wednesday that I'll be attending. It's mini camp. Uh, for the summer league is going on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. They play their first summer league game, I believe, Friday and Saturday. Uh, Kyle will be out there, and we're going to try to have some shows with Kyle and Adam Rubin and Troy. So thank you, everyone, for listening to this basketball team. Sorry we didn't get KD. I'm over the grief. Uh, Al Horford thing sucks. The team made some decent moves. Whether or not it makes us an uh, elite team or a title contender, to be determined. I have my doubts, but I appreciate everyone's support. Happy 4th. Eat some hot dogs and hamburgers. Get drunk. Make some bad decisions. And as always, go Mother Effingers. Peace out.
today But too many storms have come and finally been a trace of not one God given reason Because my life is in shades of gray I pray all ten fade away Sell the praise for the seven days And like his promise is true Only my faith can undo The many chances I blew To bring my life to a new Clear blue and unconditional Skies have dried the tears from my eyes No more lonely cries My only lead and hope is for the folk Who can't cope with such an enduring pain That it keeps them in the boring rain Shame, you shoot and aim for someone else's break And claim the insane and name to stay in time For falling prey to crime I say the system got you victim to your own mind Dreams are hopeless aspirations And hopes are coming true Believe in yourself, the rest is up to me Yeah, you go, go. 